Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott broadcasting with you live from the warehouse right here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Come by and see us. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. Austin Horton producing the show back from our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Smart Home Arena, Studio 2, still. Two. Uh, and uh, joining the show now, of course, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. How are you today, Jake? Oh, Gordon, uh, the the same way I feel every day. I'm I'm here. <laughs> You're here. I got out, I got out of bed you, this morning, and you made it safely to Orem. I did make it safely to Orem, uh, and, and that is true. Uh, coming to the warehouse, hanging out with Tom and his crew uh, does tend to put a smile on your face, so that is good. And I, I am sitting, Gordon, in a very comfortable chair. Well, that's always the case. The biggest challenge when you go down there is not getting so comfortable that you get complacent. You yeah, know? it's really more of a, a recliner than a chair. So I remember when we, uh, many, many, many years ago, we had some uh, chairs in the studio that were very uncomfortable. And somebody once said, well, having an uncomfortable chair is good because you don't want you to get too comfortable. And I thought that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All that does well, is uh, make your back hurt. Well, I've got to admit the the recliner is improving my mood, so that's that's, that's probably a pretty pretty good thing. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. Donovan Mitchell uh, is still addressing the media. Uh, Gordon will uh, hopefully play a, a portion of that. In fact, Austin just uh, informed us it uh, it wrapped up. So we'll talk about some of the things uh, that he had to say. Long and short, uh, he and Rudy are are going to be fine, Gordon. So that's probably that's pretty what he good says, news. Yeah. Yep, that's, uh, and, that's, uh, and that's a big deal for jazz fans because uh, a lot of folks wondered about that a little bit, and you're never sure until you hear it from the horse's mouth. And uh, not calling Donovan Mitchell a horse, but you know what I'm saying. George Niang is going to have one of these uh, press conferences coming up at 3. We're going to air that. So stay tuned for that at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Sam Amick will be on with us at 4. And Jarrell Brantley Going to the bubble, Gordon. He's going to be on the show at five, so uh, that uh, it should be a pretty good day today. Uh, we do have some some very serious issues to get to, and we will uh, we will get to that. Uh, in fact, we're going to get to that right out of the gate. Um, Ryan Lacey, uh, the former Utah defensive back, Gordon, returned to the Zone Sports Network airwaves this morning. And I say return because he was on uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I, I got to tell you, Gordon, gave a really uh, – I, I thought this was just an incredible interview. Uh, and big ups to DJ and PK. I thought they, they did well, very well on their end. But I'll tell you what, I, I think this was a really important interview, Gordon, and, and we, need to, we need to digest it here on the big show. Yeah, I agree with that. First of all, uh, DJ and PK are – Absolute pros, and you can you know that they've interviewed a whole lot of people in their careers. And uh, Ryan Lacey, um, I have some thoughts on what he said. So the question then becomes: Do we want to give the thoughts before we hear him or after we hear? I think it's very him. important that we play the interview first. So we're going to play it here right out of the gate for the the split story of the day, and then uh, we need to comment on it 
and uh, give him a lot of credit for jumping on the air today. And, of course, this is uh, reacting to uh, what happened yesterday with Morgan Scally and the decision reached uh, with uh, the University of Utah for him to keep his job. And, uh, Ryan, uh, just a, a quick reset for those that don't know. He, he was vocal on social media and then in an interview here on the Zone Sports Network with DJ and PK that he had an incident with Morgan Scally where Morgan used the N-word with him. And he said, Gordon, that that he kind of lived with it until he was a senior and it ate at him. And he brought it up with uh, Coach Scally when he was a senior. And uh, he he told his story on social media, uh, reacting to this family that said Morgan had sent the the text, of course, the infamous text that we all know. And and um, in the report, which was which was, was, which was separate. They, they, those two things were separate. And actually, that's very important, Gordon. Thank you. It's very important that those were separate. Lacey's was in addition to, and and he does talk about that. And then the report that came out yesterday, Gordon, essentially uh, said that there was no uh, there was no there there to his story. So let's play the interview, Gordon, and then let's let's really get into what's going on here. Because uh, I think this is a, a very, very important topic going beyond uh, the job of just one person. So let's, yeah, let's listen I, to this interview. And I would implore our listeners to uh, give it a good, honest listen, because yeah, we'll go from there. All right. Uh, Austin, let's go ahead and play that. Clearly, we want to have you on because we were curious what your reaction was as you uh, heard about the penalties for Morgan Scally and, and heard his comments uh-huh. on the teleconference. Um. Uh, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Uh, my allegations were denied from Morgan Scally, and, and that was a big surprise to me. And, you know, um, I, I would never uh, put myself in a position to uh, go to a platform such as social media to say something like that if it was not true. And I honestly feel like it was a slap in my face for him to, de- to deny that. And I'm taking a lot of backlash. I've, I've had uh, threats and, and all type of... Um, you know, people calling me and asking me about my allegations due to his mistakes. Initially, we were here because he sent a text to another family. You know, I, 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 10 years later, you know, I, I'm, I'm a single father now and I have a job that I work. And, I, you know, what I said was the truth. And after reading through the, um, the reports from the investigators, I, I just feel like there wasn't enough investigation done on my claim. And you know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Did the the investigators talk to you? I did speak to the investigators a couple times. And you told them the same story. Same story. It's not a story. It's the truth. Okay. And the truth is the truth. You know, I mean, um, it happened, and it's something that, as a young player, it happened to me, and I held on to that for a long time. And I did approach him. And in front of teammates, and we discussed it briefly. And now come, what, 12 years later, he comes out, well, he's, he's under an investigation for something else that happened. And Morgan Scully said that to me, and I held on to that, and it hurt me. And now I'm under more backlash because my claims were denied, but I read through the entire report. He admits to making racist jokes regarding Polynesians and Native Americans. He admits to sending a text. That's consistent behavior to me. And I feel like my claims were denied. And, and you know, I'm in a position to where now uh, maybe I'll be looked at. I mean, I'm looked at as a liar or something that, you know, uh, I, I'm not sure what people think. But I'm, I'm highly upset about it. You know, uh, like I said in the, in the interview before, I, I would never want a man to lose his career over a mistake but you know what um i felt like he got away with calling me an n-word and by denying my claims i honestly feel like he called me another n-word with that what was the investigation like how did that go how did they contact you how much time did they spend with you was it written was it verbal can you spell that out for us um i mean it was an investigation the calls you know a couple video conferences and I felt like, you know, the conversations I did have with them were in-depth, and I got everything that I needed to say out. Um, and, and it was the truth. Of, of everything that I've already said on social media is exactly what I told them. There was nothing more, nothing less. 
And, um, yeah. So I agree with what you're saying, Ryan, in that they are viewing you basically as lying, and you already said that. I'm certainly not calling you a liar, but they view you as that, and and obviously you can understand why someone would be upset by that. Do you feel like that there wasn't enough evidence beyond that as to why it came to that? Do you have any idea how they reached that conclusion? After reading the report, there definitely was not enough evidence, and there wasn't enough interviews. Uh, Roughly, there's 85 players on a Division I football team. There were only three players interviewed about my allegation and the players that I supposedly went and told them about the allegation. And there were only three players interviewed, and those three players did not observe it. They didn't say that he didn't say it. They just said they didn't observe it. You know, and then um, Coach Whittingham didn't observe it. No other coaches observed it. It was something that happened. And, you know, I kept it under wraps for, you know, some years. And then I went and approached him about it. So there was not enough time. Not the right people were talked to because there's another instance where I approached them with their other players that did not get talked to. And they know the truth. You know, and I'm advising any other player that was there at that leadership retreat to speak out because it's not right. And he said that to me, and it's something that, you know, even my my family is now upset about it, that it comes down to that, you know. And, and it's nothing that I would 12 years later come and, and, and lie about. It's something that happened, and, and it's consistent behavior with Coach Scali. He's done it already, and he's got caught doing it. And, and, and there's other allegations in that report of him doing it. So what makes my statement invalid? And I don't understand why we would have the, the, the audacity to deny my claim. And there wasn't enough evidence, in my opinion. And I would love to talk to Coach Scali one-on-one, a man-to-man, you know, because, you know, University of Utah, they teach us how to be men. They teach us how to own up to our mistakes, and that's a, a lot of players made mistakes, and we've all owned up to them. But that one mistake, I've, I've hung on to that for years. And, and now that mistake is being denied. So, and and it's, it's, it's the truth, you know. So my mother's upset, and I've gotten threats to my family, to my mother's address was exposed. And for what I came out and said, and which just was the truth, and I've taken backlash for that. So now I'm dealing with, you know, uh, that on, on top of now being denied, or, or my, my claim is being uh, denied. Since all of this became public, have you talked to Kyle Whittingham or to Mark Harlan? Not at all. I have I've not heard from either one of them uh, since this happened. And even, you know, with my threats, I did send uh, the threats to the university. And um, they were seen by multiple people at the university, but no one ever reached out to me. I, man, it's outrageous. These death threats that you're receiving, what is going on there? You know, I, I don't know, and, and it could be any type of Internet troll because the Internet is a sick place. Yeah. People can get on the Internet and do what they want to do and, and, you know, say what they want to say. But, you know, I did uh, approach the university with the information, and, you know, and there's not really too much I can do at this point, but, you know, I've taken a couple of days off work to be at my mother's house for those threats, and, and, and you know, I've lost wages over it. But, you know, I haven't heard anything from the University of Utah, an apology. They haven't called my mom or anything. You know, and I'm not speaking down on the university as if they're horrible. I love the university, and I wear my rings, and I wear my Utah gear with pride and and honor. But me being denied of those claims really honestly hurt me. And it took a lot of courage for me to come out and say that. Because it's nothing that, you know, this far along in life that I would want to come out and say for any type of clout or any type of attention. I'm not on social media like that. But seeing that article and then going and reading the tweets directed at the family, I felt that it was my time to, you know, speak up. And, and, And in the midst of me speaking up, now I'm getting backlash. Now I'm wrong. And then now my claims are denied. All those people that were sending me the threats of me being a coward and me being a liar are now true. And that's honestly hurtful, and it's upsetting. And I just feel like it's a slap in my face, not only to me, but to any other minority that goes to that university playing at a Morgan Scout. What did you think of the punishment of Morgan? Obviously, you want your claims validated. We're clear on that. What did you think of the punishment that, of Morgan? That's fair, because like I said before, I, I, I never wanted him to lose his job, and, and that's number one. He made a mistake, and, you know, I feel like the punishment's fair. You know, a little pay cut, and, you know, you still get the coach, you still get to be with your team, 
and you have to go to um, diversity training. And I feel like that's something that not only Morgan should do, but all the coaching staff and even players should have to do. Because we all come from different aspects of life, different walks of life, and we don't understand each other. And that's something that the entire team should be a part of, not just Morgan. So have you heard from ex-teammates? How have they viewed you on this? Um, it's mixed. You know, I've heard from my corner group that I played with during my years, and, you know, they all stand with me, and, and we're all together with it. You know, everybody had a, a different um, uh, experience at Utah and a different experience with every coach, and, and that's something that, you know, is, it, it's what happens. So my experience with, with Coach Galley, I, I don't hate the man, I, I you know, but he did say that to me, and it's something that, you know, I, I just felt like, at this point in time, it's like uh, you need to tell the truth. You know, you're already in trouble for multiple allegations and denying mine. I don't know if that would make it any different, but there's still now a family out here hurting and, and taking threats and backlash over your mistakes, and your mistakes were the truth. Do you think you ever uh, reach out to him at some point, or you, the two of you ever communicate at some point, or you think this is just something you carry with you going forward? Um. I would love to speak to Morgan Scully. You know, I, I would love to, you know, have a sit down with him because, you know, at the end of the day, I want to go to football games. I, I want to be comfortable going to, you know, support my team. But I, I, I would love to, yeah, I would definitely love to talk to him. And it's not going to be on any type of I, I hate you or, or I'm upset with you, but a, a grown man talk, you know, I, I'm not a player anymore and, and I haven't played in seven years now. And now a uh, father myself, I mean, I can sit down and have a conversation with you, a cordial one. And I would love to do that with him. So with that in mind, if he doesn't reach out to you, would you reach out to him? I, I, I definitely would. I mean, right now things are, you know, crazy. And, you know, once things die down, whether he reaches out to me or I reach out to him, I would love to speak to him. I, I, I would try to reach out or, you know, vice versa. I mean, I'm not in any rush, but. I'm open to have the conversation with him. Well, Ryan, we appreciate having you on. Uh, is there anything else you want to share? Anything else we should ask you? Uh, no, you know, I just, you know, go use, uh, as I said before, and, you know, I hope that we can uh, come out of this in a positive light and um, we can win some games and, and, and it blows over. But, um, yeah, I am highly upset about um, the denial of the claim. And it's not a claim, it's the truth. And, you know, I just, I, I would want this done right. And I didn't feel like it was done right. So, other than that, you know, I, I love my teammates, um, and 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 that's it. That was Ryan Lacey from DJ and PK uh, this morning, Gordon. And uh, there's so many things to talk about here. Um, why don't Why don't you start us off? Where Where is Where is the the best place to start the conversation that needs to be had after listening to an interview like that? Well. I know you and I both have pretty strong feelings uh, on the matter. Um, I'll start by just saying that I think Ryan Lacey is a credible source. I mean, <laughs> does that sound like a man who's got an axe to grind? Does that sound like a man who is just fabricating something for attention? He doesn't strike. I mean, I, I, I've interviewed probably 10,000 people in my career. And I have been lied to before. Um, he doesn't sound like he's lying to me. Uh, what would his motivation be to lie? I don't see one. Uh, now, the other side, Morgan, and I'm not saying he's lying either, but he would have motivation to lie because if there are multiple cases, there would be uh, that might stack up uh, against him. And I don't know what his attorneys have told him to say and what not to say, but uh, I think Ryan Lacey's been hung out to dry. That's my opinion. Oh, I th I think you are totally right on the money. Well, hung out to dry at the it, that that is putting it mildly. He is getting death threats. Ridiculous. Go to his go to his Twitter account right now. They published his mom's picture. They published his uh, address. No, a picture of his son. His mom's address. You heard him, Gordon. He's taking two days off of work. Here is a single father just trying to make his way in the world who has to take two days off of work to defend his mom. And the only thing he did was say, "I am telling the truth." That is disgusting. That is that is disgusting behavior, 
And and I guess where I want to start, we talked about the Bubba Wallace situation and, uh, you know, with the noose and, and, you know, we spent a couple of days on that. And it's easy. It is easy to look uh, to the south in that part of the country and say, boy, it sure is a problem down there. This is happening in our community. The same thing is happening in our community. People are threatening this man. That is unacceptable unacceptable behavior and there's a lot more to get into uh with this thing gordon and and how horribly this whole situation and uh, predictably bad that this is being handled but that is first and foremost that is against the law and that is happening in our community and i uh, that is shameful that is shameful I can't underscore that enough, Jake. Uh, Absolutely correct. And I'll let your words speak uh, for themselves because it is what you said is 100 percent true. And uh, but but the, the question that I have is, why did those investigators just toss aside what what Ryan Lacey was saying? Is it because it was one man's word against another? Is it because they really didn't want to dig into that? But the fact that they didn't, that they didn't acknowledge it, now that that puts Ryan Lacey in, in a vulnerable position. He, As he said there, he said uh, he's been made out to be a liar. And, he's, and he says he's telling the truth. That would be extremely frustrating, and it makes me wonder what kind of investigation was taking place and what the motivation for this investigation was. Uh, that, that does not sound thorough to me because, again, Ryan Lacey sounds credible to me. It's not like some lunatic that's out there trying to draw attention to himself. Uh, his, his concerns should have been taken very seriously. And more, and if I heard someone say that, man, I would dig and dig and dig and dig and dig to try and find out more. And Ryan seemed to be suggesting that he knew of other cases of players who weren't talked to. And that's that brings into question the credibility of, of the uh, of the investigation. Well, uh, the investigation. The investigation shouldn't have had any credibility to begin with for a variety of reasons. But here here's what it says in the investigation, Gordon. Uh, none of the former athletes interviewed about the alleged incident said they observed it. They just admitted it right there. You know why nobody observed it? Because they didn't talk to the people that did. That's got to be on purpose. How is it not? Is there any other explanation that has to be on purpose? They wrote it. That sentence says it. Nobody else observed it because you didn't talk to the people who did. And and he brought up a great conversation, Gordon, or a, a, a great point. And we talked on the, about this a little bit yesterday. They interviewed 35 individuals. There's 80 active football players on a team. And this, you, you interviewed 35? 35 individuals. That's not even players. 23 current and former players? Come on. Come on. Come on. And you have you have Ryan Lacey, who, who tells his story openly uh, he, he, on the radio, online, tells them the same thing, tells them who witnessed it, and they don't talk to them. That's on purpose. And well, that's if wrong. On, if, it, if it's on purpose, it's shameful. It, it's shameful. And it's it consistent. Un- it, 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 undercuts, sorry, <laughs> it undercuts the credibility of the endeavor. And I, as I said, if I'm an investigator and I hear someone say to me what Ryan Lacey said, man, OK, when you see that hole, you start digging harder. Right. You investigate even more because that is a big, big problem. And according to what Ryan is saying there, he doesn't think that that happened. And it's consistent, and and maybe we'll we'll hit pause here for a second. But it, it's consistent with Utah's behavior in the past, and and maybe we get into that coming up right around the corner. We do have a busy day. George Niang, in the top three o'clock hour. Sam Amick, top of the four o'clock hour. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, Jarrell Brantley, by the way, top of the five o'clock hour. Uh, he's going to join the show live. Uh, joining us right now, 
Tom from the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. That's where we are currently. It is great to see you, Tom. You know, you, I, I was saying this earlier. You, you guys put me in a better mood. First of all, you put me in this great chair. That's uh, awful. A recliner. But, Push uh, that button. Put your feet it's, up. Uh, uh, where, am I, where am I? Oh, right there. Uh, it's good to see you. You guys are the best. Thank you. What's Gordon, going on? Oh, how are nice. you, brother? Good. How are you, Tom? Uh, you know, I, every time we talk, you come up with something and I sit there and go, you got to be kidding me. I mean, where, where, how do you how do you pull off a deal like that? Are you going to disappoint today? Never. In fact, I'm going to dazzle. Make it, make it good, Tom. Make it good. Well, I have, um, for lack of better words, this could be used as a TV stand. Okay. As a beautiful dresser. This is incredible stuff. Gorgeous gray with brushed brass which is kind of hot and for lack of better words sexy right. right now <laughs> the internet price gordon is forty one hundred dollars and it's on sale for the virus internet special at twenty four hundred dollars i have three of them we got that second truck of this incredible right. stuff from the furniture company that's a gemstone and i can't mention the name i think we got it you got it <laughs> this gordon is unbelievable i'm gonna do them three of them only 499 bucks wow Ooh. not 24.99 two thousand dollar discount from the internet special incredible you remember that gorgeous table we sold them all all of them they're gone so what we have now we have now the gathering, the counter height, the bar stool height, regular thirty two hundred bucks on sale for eighteen. I'm gonna do the table with four bar stools, and I have two bar stools to choose from. Table and four bar stools, seven ninety nine. Table alone was eighteen hundred bucks. It is gorgeous. You remember this cute little dude. Oh yeah, that one's cool. It's a dresser. Three drawers in the middle. It has barn doors, and it's a uh, cottage antique uh, white. It's not twenty four hundred bucks like it is on the internet. How about we do it for? Sit down, okay, Gordon. Sit down. Okay. I'm going to do it. I only have two left. I'm going to do it for three ninety nine. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. And uh, you remember the white bedroom sets? All the kings. Yep. All the king bedroom sets are gone. I have four queens left we did it at a thousand ninety nine last week if you're looking for incredible quality i think it's fifty six hundred dollars the sell price on the internet one thousand ninety nine dollars there's only five of them the floor model and four new in boxes then the daddy of them all all right this is an incredible, this is a solid wood, and there's two tables to choose from. One is a big 80-inch table that in the middle, you know how a butterfly leaf works? It basically folds into the table, so you don't have to worry about storing it. You pull it apart, the butterfly comes out, it's a 104-inch solid wood table. Regular 3200 bucks. the internet sell price is $1,900. I'm going to sell it table and four chairs. For five ninety nine. Wow, that's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. The table by itself is two grand on the internet, and we also have this great big, sixty eight inch round. Your choice: table and four chairs, five ninety nine. So this is our Fourth uh, of July explosive fireworks stuff. This will not last through the weekend. So come and see us today. Get your significant other, bring her down here, bring him down here, whatever it may be. This is the best deal on high-end dining stuff that I've ever, ever offered. So come and see us. Again, we are here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. That's your line. Come on. 86 East University Parkway. Get down here, 1967 (laughs) South, 300 West in Salt Lake City. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. (laughs) 
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. And, Gordon, we're already getting a bunch of response to our conversation, and we will um, we will get to that response. But I think there are other things that we need to dig into uh, a little bit while we have this conversation. And then I, I promise both on both sides of this, we'll get to, to all the uh, all the reaction we're getting. Uh, but uh, we played the Ryan Lacey interview for you. Um, you know, he, he says uh, he wants an apology and not to be called a liar, basically. And, and Gordon, maybe I, I want to, to start our conversation here. And maybe if folks will, will pay attention to what happened yesterday, uh, maybe we can start here. We had two incidents in, in that, are, that were related. We had Morgan Scalley's apology and we had Ryan Lacey who said, don't call me a liar. And let's look at let's look at the reaction to those two things for a second here. What happened with Morgan Scally was an outcry for forgiveness. It, it was. It was. It, people were saying, "Forgive this man." I mean, that's that's the reaction that we we got yesterday. Ryan Lacey simply says, "Who didn't do anything, by the way, has not did not do a thing wrong, other than try to raise his son." He just said, "Don't call me a liar." What was the reaction to his statement? He got death threats and people pushing back. So, uh, so I think it, if we take a step back and say, why, why did that happen yesterday? Am I do? I mean, yeah. right. I mean, Morgan Scally is the, is the white local, you know, everybody's proud of story. And Ryan Lacey is a, a black fo- former football player at the University of Utah who simply said, I want to be listened to and not be called a liar. And he is the one getting death threats. How does that make any sense? Well, I don't think anyone should get a death threat. But I, I, th- th- this is my opinion on it. I think oftentimes in these kinds of situations, people who are fans of, of a team or a university, they have a difficult time looking at things completely objectively. That's a part of fandom. And I, I think people get lost in that. Some, some people do, not everybody. I think most Ute fans are pretty intelligent people, in my experience. However, there are some who get lost in that cloud and they can't look at it without the passion that they feel connection to the institution and to the, 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 those who the institution employs of which Morgan would be one. And so it's hard for them to see it clearly. Okay. Well, I want, let's great point, Gordon. So let's, let's talk directly to those you'd fans for a second. All right. Let's, 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 aim our conversation at those Ute alum and, and Ute fans. Let's set football aside, okay? Let's set Morgan Scally and his actions, and let's, let's set the athletic department aside for a second. Those Utah fans and alums should be demanding that their university improve their behavior because their behavior has been awful over the past couple of years. They, uh, let's... Uh, Let's let's revisit the swim scandal for a second, Gordon, which I, I, I'm guilty here that I did not talk about this enough because he had a coach that was abusing the I say he I should say the, the athletic department had a coach that was abusing the athletes abuse. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he was showing up to practice drunk. There was uh, some some you know weird sexual abuse types of stuff in there. There was he was strapping PVC pipe to the swimmers and, and making them swim as a as a form of punishment. Legit abuse. So Utah discovers the abuse, and what what is their their reaction, Gordon? They go immediately into CYA mode. They hire basically a PR firm. 
and that firm walks them through how to handle it. And they eventually basically put all the blame on a rogue associate athletic director who was conveniently fired and not made available, basically, to questioning. And then they come out with this report, and the reaction is, oh, well, we fired that guy. It was all his fault. Uh, moving on. Nothing to see here, folks. Uh, I, was at the, I, w- I was at that news conference, and I was sitting right there in the front row, and that was extremely awkward for everyone involved. Awful. Awful. And it worked. Guess what? It worked. So they move on. They go on with life. Now, let's look outside of sports. What happens when they have a... a a issue where there was a murder on campus and they look into it and they find out that basically their police department ignored and I'm using that word on purpose ignored this poor girl's cry for help for a month for a month and she ends up murdered and what's their reaction Gordon what's the university I'm talking about the University of Utah I'm talking about Ruth Watkins I'm talking what's their reaction is to avoid to sweep under the rug to try uh, to to do anything anything but take accountability and and they still it's still backfiring on them that case is still an issue instead of reaction and reform and a response and action it's protect the brand it's protect the university. We don't care what's right. We don't care that somebody was murdered. We're going to, to protect what is ours. And that's what they're doing here. The, the investigation. What investigation? I said yesterday, we didn't learn a new, thing, a, a new thing other than them calling Ryan Lacey a liar. What, what, what was the point of all that? To give them cover to hide behind. It's business as usual. And I, I would say those youth fans need to look at the university itself and say, I will not support this behavior. I don't care how good you are at football. Yeah, well, I, I imagine that there are some who feel that way. Now, maybe they, uh, it's uncomfortable for them. And they do want to look the other way because it is discomforting. But you're right. If you're a fan of the University of Utah, you should want these things to be thoroughly looked at and and washed out, cleaned up, fixed. And, you know, Utah's asking us to say, hey, trust us. We'll, we'll do what is right here. Why should we trust the University of Utah? Their judgment has been terrible over the, the, the past couple of years. You know, this, this situation aside and, and their behavior in trying to, um, trying to manipulate the situation uh, to, to not look bad. They're leaving a family in their wake, a family. Ryan Lacey is, is being terrorized because, and, and here's the thing, Gordon, I like, I like Morgan Scally and, and I respect Morgan Scally and the Morgan Scally I know would put an end to this immediately, regardless of what an attorney uh, would advise him to do. He'd come out and either own it with Ryan Lacey or he would at, at very least go on the record uh, giving his side, but he would not leave Ryan Lacey out to dry. That, that is well, one family that's being terrorized today and he could what? put an end to it right now. Okay, so what's the difference between those two cases? One was in writing. Hard to deny. And Morgan didn't. The other was verbal. So there's no empirical evidence right there in front of your nose. And so that one is easy to deny. Because it's not in writing. And, and I don't it, it, know whether that would. And, and Ryan said that in the interview. He said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it was pretty close. He said, I, I don't know whether my case would have made a difference in the outcome for Morgan Scally. Because he's not calling for Morgan's head. You, you heard him say that he didn't want him to lose his job. But he doesn't want to be left out to be, to, you know, hang, hanging over the, the ledge to be called a liar because he was speaking the truth. And that's extremely frustrating when people speak the truth. At least in his mind, it's the truth. Now, I don't know it that it's the truth, but it sounds credible to me. 
Well, and he, th- I, I there mean, he I, is I, in this I vulnerable th- position. I do think it says a, a, a lot because you're right. So it, it's 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 verbal. So there's not that that evidence. You're you're right on the money about that. So then you go to people who witnessed it, and they purposely did not. There's do you know no how many people? That. Do you know how many people witnessed it? Uh, he did not say what Austin. Uh, I, he implied two or three. That's kind of the the impression that I came away with. And 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 I, I must have missed that. But he essentially said that if there were three people there, none of those three people were interviewed. That's the impression I took away from it. Yeah. And they, they I mean, the, like we read in the in the statement, they said uh, they did not. They uh, let's see here. They uh, let me get the the proper language here. Uh, none of the former student athletes interviewed about the alleged incident said they observed it. It's easy to say that when you don't talk to the people that did. Well, I, th- that's that's remarkable to me that those people would not have been talked to. Uh, or was the attempt made to talk to them? Now, I guess we don't be, know that. Because l- let me give you an example. And it's pretty – this is investigation 101. When there was a University of Utah basketball player who told me that Rick Majerus – called him unconscionable names, right? So I, he said that to me right to my face. And so what do I do? Do I go, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, I'm just going to go with that. No. I went and found other people who were there and who backed it up. And there were two other players who backed that up. I'm not going to reveal who they were. But they were there. And I knew I had to do that. Now, what what investigator wouldn't do that? Uh, one, one that didn't want to find out. <laughs> I mean, did the people who witnessed it refuse to talk about it because they didn't want to take the heat? It was uh-huh. the attempt made to talk with those who had witnessed it? Doesn't sound like Ryan thinks that way. And it sounds like he's in communication with them. And here's defense attorney investigating 101. When someone has a story that implicates your client, you stop the investigation. So, I mean, you, you got to remember who's hiring this law firm. And, and I know I've, I've seen that the, the buck stops with uh, Kyle Whittingham and Mark Harlan, that uh, Mark Harlan said that the, the decision uh, was theirs. But that's not true. Are you kidding me? If the president of the university said, you know what, we're not doing this. She signs off on it one way or another, regardless of what Mark Harlan says. Are you kidding? Something like this at this time? I mean, give me give me a break. But she might she might rubber stamp it based on the advice of those who closer to the situation. I I don't know. I don't know if that, that you know what? If that's true, that's more offensive president of a university would just rubber stamp something like this come on or you can say it that way or it can say she trusts the judgment of the people who are leading that department (laughs) okay all right but she's got to approve one way or another I have questions. I, I do have serious questions about what took place in this investigation and how deep it went because uh, Ryan Lacey, I, again, I can't say for a fact that he's telling the truth, but he sure sounds like he's telling the truth. That does not sound like a man who has an agenda. He doesn't want Morgan Scally fired. That's not his motivation. All he wanted to do was tell the truth. That's and it. And I that's don't literally see it. all he said. Yeah. And now he's getting death threats. What the hell's and wrong it- with this world? I don't that know. Much and, is a, that much is a fact. And we'll get to some responses, and, and we'll get to that coming up next. Bring, uh, bring them. A, at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. Um, we'll try to have a discussion uh, about this and an adult discussion and, and read responses. But, uh, you know, this is, this is, there's a lot about this that, that is wrong, and that's hard to get around.
So we'll we'll do our best to uh, discuss it. Uh, coming up next, George Niang in the top of three o'clock hour. So we will not focus on this all day. We'll talk some basketball as well with Sam Amick at uh, four. And at 5 o'clock, Jarrell Brantley. So stay tuned. Uh, It's all straight ahead live from the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions backed by, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. We'll uh, uh, talk to or hear from George Niang at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. We're live from the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. We'll talk to Tom here momentarily. But, Gordon, uh, let's read a little feedback uh, on the Twitter machine shall we uh at utah man am i uh who interacts with the show often he says i'm obviously a huge ute fan but if there is enough evidence of scally's conduct to cut his pay in half there's uh evidence that the accusations are true and if they are true he should be fired um let's see first of all on the firing thing gordon uh, people are, are really getting caught up in that and it's it's part of this story, obviously, but that's this story goes a lot further than that, and it's it's a lot more important than that. I hate to hate to say that, but that's not well, a as far, issue here. As far as the uh, the effect on the program, it is an issue because, and that's what I wrote about that there is a lingering effect here, and uh, he's still connected to the program, and whether whether no matter how you feel about what he did or whether he should get a second chance or whether he should be fired, you know, he is there. And so that he's connected to the program. And so other schools are going to use that against Utah in their recruiting. There is an effect. So that part of it is, is the, the, that, that, that's important to note. However, bigger story uh, is, is bigger than that. And, and, and I agree with you completely in that regard. Kevin tweets in. He says, it is unacceptable the way people are treating Lacey. Didn't they also say some individuals chose not to participate? Seems like we need more information. Uh, okay, I hear you, Kevin, but but isn't that what you wanted from the investigation? Wasn't that the point? I don't think that was the point, actually, if, if I'm being totally honest. I, I think they were giving themselves something to hide behind, but it, it, isn't that, in theory, the point of the investigation? To get yes. more information? Yes. Not to say, oh, he didn't answer his phone. I guess uh, we'll move on. I mean, it sounds to me like, like Ryan Lacey has said he's got backing from, from his teammates and the, and the ones that were there. I would, I would assume that to be they were willing to participate. But uh, one, other, one other thing, I guess. One other thing, and, and I agree with exactly what you're saying there, Jake. But I have to believe, and, and tell me if this is naive, that these responses that are so aggressive pointed at Ryan Lacey that, that I can't believe that that must just be such a fringe element of youth fans. You know, every, every fan base has that group of just crazy people. And I, as I said before, most Ute fans that I've talked with through the years, they're passionate, but they're not idiots. They're pretty darn smart. But to re- respond this way to Ryan Lacey, I mean, th- th- there must be something wrong in the head with people who would respond that way. Well, and so that- I don't. I, so it's, so I want to sort of delineate there between, and I'm not excusing it because it, it does indicate a problem exists. But I don't. I, I just can't believe, or should I, that that is representative of the way you fans feel. Um, 
And you know we can we've gotten some of that we can we can read some of that later maybe I mean I'm 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 fine with with people who disagree but I I'm kind of prioritizing a lot of tweeters that that frequently tweet the program because I certainly appreciate theirs uh, their perspective here's Alan who says I believe Ryan Lacey I believe Scally and the word uh, Scally said the word more than once how per- pervasive is this behavior in the program mm-hmm. Scally course correct or does everyone need sens- tra- sensitivity training ASAP. Well, Ryan Lacey said he thought uh, that uh, the whole program, including players, could use diversity training. And, and I think there have been efforts there to, to bring that team together, to, to, yep. to make it feel like it's a family. But there's always more work to be done. All right. We'll get to George Nian coming up next. Uh, joining the show now, of course, we're here at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. He's out here blowing minds as usual. He's our good friend, Tom. What's going on, Tom? I just want to say that Austin is my favorite producer today. He's my favorite producer today, today too. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, tomorrow. thank you. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> he's the hey. uh, Tom. Tom. He's yes. the only producer. Well, he's the only one I've talked to today, and I don't want to offend anybody, but he's definitely my favorite today. Well, and of course, it's not Lloyd. So but I, I also mean, like easy. cherry and grape. They're both my favorites. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to start. You've got lots of stuff. I, I've got some positive amongst um, some heavy issues let's that we're do that. talking about. I agree. Let's so, do that. Heavy lifting, let's move to adjustable beds. Okay. We talked last week that um, we're not going to see a lot of these discount prices where I'm 50 to 70% off. But I had a deal come to me on Monday. Sweet. I bought a deal on Cal King bases. And I've got 14 of them. That means I've got seven beds. So there are 14 bases, two bases. It's kind of like a box spring. It takes two of them to make a bed. Adjustable bed, the best brand. The, the name that everybody... The one. Liggett and Platt. All right. And I'm going to say it because I wasn't told I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> so I have Liggett and Platt, California King, with an S-brand mattress. That one right there. It's going to seal the deal. Exactly. I'm going to do the entire deal. for. F- Remember what we did last week with all the bells and whistles? It was seventeen ninety. Right. Uh huh. This is a Liggett and Platt base with the best brand. Fifteen ninety nine. Wow. The bases will not be here till Monday. If you want to come in today, tomorrow, or Saturday and pre-book it, I can show you what the base is because I have that base in stock in a queen we'll book it and deliver you next week you are going to miss out you will never see 15.99 for a california king mattress and base the bases across the street are 3700 dollars wow it's a deal then our queen i just got a new mattress and i'm telling you if you love high end like the $4,000, $5,000 luxury viscose memory foam gel-infused mattress. I have a queen deal for you with, and I only have four of these bases. This is the 575. It's one of the best bases in the industry. It's normally, the base is like 2700 bucks. With the mattress, it could be as much as $7,000. I'm going to do the entire package. Come lay on this mattress. 1200 bucks. Wow. Not $1,299. i am going to do it for Eleven ninety nine, ninety nine. One penny under twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> Incredible deal. That's not all. I still have four mattresses left where we can do the four ninety nine adjustable bed with the mattress. That's going away. Um, those who don't follow international importing, there was a law passed anti-dumping seven countries were affected it goes into effect in october prices have gone up a hundred dollars on the wholesale side Hmm. you will not see this ever again 4.99 i only have four of them so come and see us this is the best time ever to buy an adjustable base and with the the problems with covid and supply chain being interrupted you will never see this price again all right 86 east university parkway get in here take advantage of it. it's the warehouse george neang press conference next 97.5 and 1280 the zone